Welcome to the Lubar Executive Education Podcast. In this episode, we'll be talking about how you can strengthen your brand while helping others through thought leadership. With me today is Ben Albert. Ben is a promoter, advocate, and marketer with a passion for connecting creatives, hosting events, promoting events, and more. He's founder of Real Business Connections, a network of podcasts containing real conversations with extraordinary business people making a noteworthy difference in our world. Their mission is to actually move the needle on 1 million lives, one conversation at a time. Welcome, Ben. I appreciate you being here with me today. I'm excited to be here, Mike. Hopefully, this is one of those conversations I know it's going to be. Well, I'd like to start off by asking what prompted you to start Real Business Connections? I never thought that I'd be in the position I'm in or that I'd have a podcast with five, six different segments. I was ultimately moving up the corporate world. I was in a the ultimately a sales executive role doing video production all across the United States. COVID hit. What do you think happens? There's no video because there's no travel. There's no fulfillment. There's no sales. No animosity from me. I was let go and thrust into ultimately entrepreneurship. And since when I was bored, staring at the wall, trying to figure out my next move, decided to start a podcast at the time called Rochester Business Connections to learn from my local industry leaders. And that has ultimately grew into Real Business Connections, a network of six shows and lovely things like you mentioned, like events and so much that I never imagined even possible. That's a great story. And having made the jump from starting something to help people in a city, you know, Rochester, New York, for example, to something that is now on a much bigger scale, what are some lessons that you've learned that our audience can learn from? Number one in any business, like literally whatever you're doing in your life as a business person, you don't have to do it alone. And you're ridiculous if you're trying to. We don't have to go into the deep, dark depth of COVID, but I wasn't in a good place. And the podcast allowed me to virtually connect with people and learn from them. And I started my business during the pandemic as I started the podcast. And I utilized the podcast to leverage all this knowledge and brilliant just wisdom from so many people across the board in turn kind of building my own brand building my own space as a thought leader but i was the person who had just started a business didn't know where to go and ultimately by other people ultimately learning from other brilliant people i was able to extract their wisdom and turn their 20 10 20 30 40 years experience into a very short amount of time for me and i'm talking you know i'm an entrepreneur started a podcast no matter what you're doing in life you whoever's in front of you has wisdom whether you even like them or not they have wisdom you don't have and you don't have to follow their playbook every single play exactly how they do it but extract the right knowledge from the right people and then you never have to do anything alone ever again yeah, I really like the concept of reaching out and not being the hero leader, as I like to call it sometimes, where you have to do everything on your own and you have to have all the answers. So the answers are all around us. We just have to be courageous enough to talk to other people and willing to hear from other people as well. Even as you said, like people we may not like. We might not like them, but they got there for a reason. Let's figure out how. Yeah, exactly. Take the best from everybody. Exactly. What are some ways to build out and strengthen your brand and network? 
Yeah, I like to call it the CAN system. I won't bore you with every little detail because I do 60-minute presentations on this all the time. But CAN is Create, Content, Collaborate, and Network. It's all about the not doing things alone. I want to build a brand. I want to build authority as a thought leader in my space. I have a message that everyone needs to hear, and I feel like the best-kept secret do it through collaboration, doing it by creating and networking. The podcast is a simple one case study that you and I get to have a conversation together, create content, learn from each other. And in this case, I'm doing more of the talking, but when I'm hosting a show, I get to learn from a brilliant person. And then we create a mutually beneficial relationship and network together, in turn, building relationships establishing thought leadership, building personal brand, and lifting each other up. Like every, we could talk about this is probably going to be a theme of this podcast. Why do it alone? Collaborate with others and then um, compound interest. The two of you can tackle and accomplish way more things than just one. Yeah, the can approach, create a network and collaborate and network. I love it. Content and networking, community and networking. There's a lot of C's creativity and networking. The key word there is that it's not just networking. It's let's network together to accomplish something more than just handing out a business card. Having that mission there and that onus on, we're going to create something <laughs> together is music to my ears. So with our audience being a cross-section of leaders at all levels, some leaders may have the desire to do some thought leadership, but not have the time or the skill to start a blog or a podcast and share some of their experiences to help others. Other people may be a little adverse to, say, social media. What would you suggest that people do if they're feeling a little bit uh, reticent? You know, that's a difficult one because if they truly feel reticent and adverse and it's not a good fit for them and you're doing incredible and you're leading your company, that's, that's amazing. I, I would challenge that in a lot of cases, I feel like we might just be afraid but if you're a leader and you're not trying to build your own personal brand, you're set, you're exactly where you need to be, but you want to build your business's brand, maybe you set up an ambassador program for your business where you're not the personal brand, social media specialist, networking, creating content, doing all this stuff online, but you have team members that do that for you. Um, so team members can internally kind of build a brand in your company, anyone who's loves the internet, they're extroverted, they love meeting people, send them off to chamber meetings, allow them to post, you know, business related content on their profile, maybe have someone internally running the social media, maybe they run your profile, find ambassadors, cheerleaders, rock stars that want to take the torch from you and give them the guidance to start building their own brand and allow their brand, especially if they're in business development, sales, HR, that's going to create goodwill and just a positive image for your company as a whole. So you don't actually have to do anything different. You can just leverage your team to tackle this kind of stuff for you. And that speaks back to your can approach, right? <laughs> it's all going to be that, dude. It's all going to be that. Yourself. <laughs> so yeah, that is great. And uh, I know a number of executives who like to you know, actually take the time and sit down and, and do their own posts and do their own thought leadership and others have a team to help them. And the most important thing is just getting it out there, right? And putting it out so people can benefit from it. After deciding to start down the path of sharing your knowledge, 
there's a pretty good chance that you're going to have to battle imposter syndrome. How can people effectively deal with those thoughts creeping into their minds? Yeah. First off, I still battle imposter syndrome. I'm not perfect. I'm not wired. Some people, they blow my mind. They're wired in a unique way where their confidence and conviction is mind blowing and their mindset is incredible. And sometimes it's scary. I'm like, what? Like, do you get nervous? I get nervous. I'm not perfect. I'm kind of an imposter in some scenarios, or at least I feel that way. Because when I started my podcast as an example, I was talking to business owners that had scaled companies into the tens of millions. And I had just started my business six weeks ago. But in that case, I like to joke, I was a thought leader at bringing thought leaders together where I wasn't the smart one, but I got in the room of smart, smarter people than me. I battled imposter syndrome through exposure therapy, getting in the right room with the right kind of people and giving it a shot, exposing yourself to circumstances that make you uncomfortable. Um, that's a long tangent, but there's, uh, there's like peaky blinders and these mobsters and they'll have a gun to their head and they won't flinch. It's not because they don't know how to flinch. It's because they've been to war. They've done things. They have been exposed to it to a point where they have confidence. So exposure therapy, it's very much like a muscle. How do you plan on, you know, building the body you deserve, taking care of yourself without ever going to the gym? You don't just lay down and do a thousand push-ups. You have to expose yourself and build it over time like a muscle. So really, if you feel like an imposter, that's only normal, but push yourself just a little bit each day. And confidence comes from memories of winning and memories of being exposed and not being an imposter. And you're kind of probably realize that you were never an imposter in the first place. You just felt that way, but times can change. That's great advice. And as someone who deals with this myself and has dealt with it more uh, in the past, you got to get out of your comfort zone. And that's where the learning takes place. And you, know, you start getting feedback from people once you put some thought leadership out there. It's great to hear that people are benefiting and at least absorbing what you're putting out there. Not to butt in, but it could be as simple as you're like the quieter person at the meetings. And part of why you're quiet is you're more reserved but you have the answer and you don't want to just spit out because you had a thought. You want to take your time and find the right answer. If you're looking in front of you at a piece of paper and you have a solution and you haven't opened your mouth to let people know, it could be as simple as being like, hey, Mike, I think I have a really good idea. And hopefully you're in an environment that allows that to occur. But if you are just stepping up slightly a little bit more can go so far in our careers. Yeah, couldn't agree more. After establishing yourself as a thought leader and gaining some followers, how can you use that to further impact and guide you on your leadership journey? Yeah, um, so, and this is assuming that you didn't take the role where you just set up an ambassador program for other people to do it for you. Right. Um, it, it's funny because if you're thought leader is an interesting term, but if you're a thought leader, you, you have great thoughts, you push a, you're persuasive and you're a leader. A lot of business owners kind of fall in that role where, you know, I'm a thought leader. I invented this something. I'm a visionary. I'm a leader of my team. But even if you're not a business owner, and even if you're just in a leadership role, if you're establishing yourself as a thought leader, 
um, on social media, around your community, however you decide to do it, whatever channel you're comfortable with, it makes you incredibly poachable. And you might never, you might want to turn this off right now if you're considering going to a different role um, because people don't want to hear this. Good companies are willing to hear this because they want good people in good positions and they'll find a role for you. But if you develop a personal brand, you're online, you're in the community, you're at chamber events, people are saying great things about you as a thought leader and a giver at whatever you do, other companies are going to want to poach you because recruiters are going to pay attention. And let's say you're not poachable, you're happy where you are and you're going to continue to move up. What about personal things? I hate to go here, but what if someone in your life gets sick? What if you need to set up a GoFundMe? Or what if even better, you're just aligned with a charity, you want to do some activism and you need to rally the troops to show up for an event? I didn't know what I was doing when I started my firm, didn't have a personal brand, wasn't a thought leader. And then in less than a year, I was putting on in a, it was actually about 15 months, I lied. In a 15 months, I was putting on an event for Alzheimer's Association and we grassroots had over 60 donors and raised almost $5,000 for a virtual event. Now that's not 50,000, but none of that would have been possible if I hadn't built the relationships unconditionally so when i had the ask it happened so the short version is no matter the ask that leadership will make it easier and i've always said that leadership exists at all levels so you don't have to be a people manager per se to show leadership and to be a leader and every little bit counts to your point here and you never know where you're going to need your network to be professional network can be extended to philanthropic things and more personal things as well. So I think that's great advice. Thank you so much for sharing a few different uh, lenses that we can look at this through. Well, we've got a few minutes left. So what final advice or thoughts would you like to share with our audience? And perhaps do you have a call to action for our listeners to help with your vision of moving the needle on 1 million lives? So let's start with an easy peasy call to action that's going to take you zero time and you can do a while I talk. Click subscribe. And if, especially if it's right in front of you in the platform you consume this on, hit five stars. It does benefit if you leave a full review, but a lot of platforms, you can just leave five stars and be done with it. Getting this message out to more people organically, your reviews matter. Mike puts a ton of work into this. So it would be fantastic if you left him a review of any kind so people know you're listening and this could reach more people. It doesn't hurt. If you want to reach out to me only after you do the first step, Real Business Connections Network is the podcast, Real Business Connections. Anywhere you're consuming this, just type in Real Business Connections. I presume it's going to work. I run a marketing firm, so if I failed you, uh, try Google. I, it should work, but type in Real Business Connections the way wherever you found this. And one more additional one, which honestly, even if you don't do the first two, this is the most important. Pick up your phone, pick up what other message, what other messaging app you use the most. It can be your Facebook, it can be your text messages, it can be your email. You start scrolling to the bottom as far down as possible. You could even close your eyes and scroll. And then open them and scroll a little bit and find someone that you haven't talked to in possibly years. And we all have tens, if not hundreds of people in our life, whether it's a prospect to a best friend that we love and want to actually reach out to, but we haven't 
in years, reach out to that person, look at their profile or wherever it is. Ultimately, make a comment. What's new? Dude, I haven't been in touch. I apologize. And then call to action. I'd love to grab you a drink. Just wanted to reach out. But if you reach out to one person now, high probability you'll make their day. Imagine if you did that 45 second, literally like a 45 second activity, 365 days a year. What kind of impact could we make in the world? And that can be with friends. It could be with prospects or with um, your subordinates and team members. We can go through and reach out. What if you reached out to one team member a day just to show them appreciation? So that that's my thought on that. Oh, thanks so much. That is a fabulous call to action. I will definitely add some information about Real Business Connections into my show notes here so everybody can access that easily and won't have to hunt for it. And I really like, again, what you're saying here about just reaching out to people. I think, uh, especially if you're maybe a little nervous, you haven't talked to somebody in a long time. I think COVID was really good for that. Or I know I, I know I heard from a lot of people that I hadn't heard from since college or maybe even high school. And I reached out to some people as well and, and tried to kind of return that that gratitude and return that favor. And it's been great because it reconnect and we can all help each other out. That's right. Don't do it alone. You don't have to. People want to hear from you. It's a big mindset shift. Again, imposter syndrome. People want to hear from you. Reach out to them and say hello. All right. Well, I can't think of a better way to end this. In closing, I'd like to take a moment and thank our listeners. We wish you the best of luck as you move forward on your leadership journey. Please check back regularly for additional episodes.